Welcome to the DHG podcast series with a focus on life beyond numbers with topics about people, careers and flexibility. And now, here's your host, our Director of Corporate Communications and All Things Fun, Alice Gray Harrison. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of our DHG podcast series. I'm Alice Gray Harrison, your host, and I love this venue because we get to hear from our people about the things that matter the most to them, flexibility, careers, and of course, our people. In honor of Financial Literacy Month, Will Sneed, who's the incoming Managing Director of DHG's Wealth Advisors Group, is joining us to talk about financial wellness. You know, we don't always think about finances when we think about overall wellness, but it's a very, very important part of our overall wellness. Will's a 30-year veteran of the investment industry and is very passionate about this area. Welcome, Will. Well, thank you so much, Alice. Great. As I mentioned earlier, you know, when we think about wellness, we don't typically think about finances. I think about what I eat, getting enough sleep, drinking enough water, exercise, but I don't really think about my checkbook. But, you know, a lot of people don't think about it. As a matter of fact, Ethan, our chief people officer, just shared with me that Mercer's 2017 Global Talent Trends study showed that the average employee spends 13 hours a month worrying about personal financial matters while they are at work. That is 13 hours of productive time that they are worrying about finances. And to me, that's completely unbelievable. And, you know, really, it's one of the reasons why we consider financial wellness a major component of DHG impact, which is how we care for our people in our communities. So, Will, can you explain to us how financial wellness can impact overall wellness? Alice Gray, I think that's a great, great intro in, in agreeing with Ethan. I just read an article just this week that talked about that it could be as much as four and a half hours per week. Wow. So it could be as close to 20 or 25 hours a month that people are worried about their finances. There was an American Institute of Psychologists study that was just done recently that showed that the number one source of stress is finances. And so if you think about it, if if we're stressed in our finances, think about your own life. It affects every area of your life. Finances touches everything. It touches your relationships at work. It touches your relationships at home. It, It just impacts everything. So if you've got that that stress factor built up, it dramatically takes a toll on your health, your well-being, everything. And, you know, the studies show us that people that are, that are under stress, whether it be from finances, from health issues, from anything, that, that dramatically has impacts on our health. And it could be from heart attacks, strokes, diabetes, not taking care of ourselves, not getting enough sleep. But it just it's a powerful impact. And you think about how that impacts our, our relationships at work. You know, yeah. if somebody says, Hey, let's go get her get a lunch together. Yeah. And all of a sudden your your mind says, Oh my gosh, I don't have enough money to do that. Right. And so you're guilty going, I can't or you go the other way and you put it on a credit card. Yes. And it just it becomes a compounding effect. So it's it's an amazing area that impacts every every one of us. Every one of us. Yeah, it absolutely does. 
<laughs> I'm just laughing, thinking about my own financial wellness and how I hide bags in my gym bag to go in the house. <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've had conversations with, with people this week where the, the wife, he went out and looked in his wife's car because he said, honey, didn't you just go to Target? And she said, yeah, I just had to swing by, but... You went and looked in her car, and there were four more bags, and she was scared of all four bags at one time. I know. It's true. Again, it's just a cycle, and and it impacts every area of our lives. It really does. And I know that in talking to Sarah Hemings and Ethan both regarding Energy for Life, they both said, hey, Will raised his hand and said, hey— Energy for life really touches mind, body, spirit, emotions, but we're leaving out this whole financial part. So, you know, can you talk about how this area of wellness can impact our energy management? Man, I'm so glad you asked that question, Alice Gray, because, you know, we're talking about the negative side of the stress, and we all have felt that at some point in our lives. I mean, if there's anybody who's felt stress, it was, you know, I, I raised five kids, that's a lot of stress to educate five kids and, and put them through college and everything else. So, you know, we feel the financial stress, all of us do. But if you've got a plan in place and you've got your finances in order, it has the opposite effect. And it creates financial freedom and it creates financial energy. And that energy affects your mind, your body, your spirit, your emotions. So it has a, an uplifting effect, and I think that all of us need to have some kind of plan where we're thinking in those quadrants of, you know, where am I spending my money? Where am I saving my money? Where am I spreading my money? And spreading being giving, and, and anytime you get into that concept of giving, you immediately think of big gifts, but what if you've got the financial freedom to buy somebody's lunch that you know... Mm need that help right now, or you see somebody who's in need of, of just something small, and you meet that small need of, of picking up a shirt for somebody, you know, just something simple, but you live a life being a giver instead of always being concerned about, do I have enough? Yeah. So when you can create that energy in your life, and, and anybody that knows me knows I've been through energy for life twice, and so I'm I'm certainly passionate about that area. And I think the financial flexibility, the financial freedom, can just explode through energy for life. I think it is it's a it fits hand in glove with what Effin and Sarah are trying to create there. I couldn't agree more, and I, and I love the, the term financial freedom, because it is. It's almost like the burden's been lifted off of your shoulder, off your heart, so that you can you can do the things that you want to do in life. You're right. Absolutely. And really, that's what Energy for Life is about. It's about having the energy to do the things in life that are most important. So our, for our listeners, there was one thing or two things, whatever, that someone can begin doing today to move towards financial freedom. Great. I'm glad you asked two things because I would say first thing is have a plan. And, and every one of us, wherever you are, and, and I would say this to anybody. I had this conversation with a client the first, I guess, over the weekend. He actually called me over the weekend. And he's stressing about his finances, and he's scared that he started way too late. And he was in tears 
over the phone with me. I said, Steve, you've got to stop beating yourself up about the past. We can't fix the past. We just got to start right here where we are today. Let's develop a plan of action right here where we are today. Now, let's set that plan of action into motion. And if you have a plan, again, it brings up financial flexibility, it brings up financial freedom back. If you and your spouse can sit down and, and you know this is the plan, it gives you something to run on. It gives you some some guardrails that you can run on. And, and I'm telling you, that's a dramatic thing that each one of us needs to have a plan. And then I would say the second one is, is very, very, very simple, and it is live within your means. <laughs> and if, there, if there's a message that I've been preaching for 35 years in this business is live within your means. And, you know, I've, I've said for years is I think half of America is probably a, a flat tire away from financial crisis. Mm. And, you know, we, we live paycheck to paycheck, and we've got to get to the point where we're saving. We know how much we're spending. We've got a savings plan and how much we can spread, how much we can give. That's great advice. I remember when I graduated from college, my dad gave me that advice, you know, to always try to live beyond my means. And goodness gracious, it was really hard back when I had just graduated from college. But I always, I've always thought about it. So thank you for for that reminder and for for everyone yeah, I'll else. Share this. Yeah, I'll share this. I'll share this. This is a great story. I have a client that Gordon Douglas is a CPA here in Greenville. And they developed out a plan of action in where the guys, he's setting, he calls it his 10, 50, 40 plan of action. So he sets it, sets aside 10% to give, 50% to live on, 40% for savings. Wow. And that's what he does. And he sticks to it. Yeah. And that 40% that he's saving can be invested. We meet once a year, and we sit down, and we say, okay, what are we going to do with the 40%? He's been paying down his house. He's saving for his kid's college education, and he's investing for retirement. Amazing. But it's living within his means. He's backing off. And too many of us get caught up in this world of this rat race that I've got to keep up with the Joneses. Yes. Well, let me tell you, the Joneses don't care. And <laughs> <laughs> Comparison to others is the great thief of joy. Yes. And it's the great thief of that energy that we're all after. So yes. live within our means. So, you know, if I were trying to lose weight, it would be easy to go online and find a million diet plans, you know, from the South Beach diet to Weight Watchers. So if I wanted to find some online resources to help me begin my plan, what would you recommend? What's a good starting point? Yeah, great. There are some great resources out there. I met with a, a young associate in the Raleigh office yesterday and showed him dinkytown.com. Dinkytown.com is D-I-N-K-Y-T-O-W-N.com. And it's a great financial calculators website. Any kind of calculator you'd ever want to dream up is on that. That's a free website. So that's a really good one to go in and play around with. I'll tell you, our, our 401k Vanguard site is a fantastic site to visit. They're, they're tremendous videos. I think there may be some podcasts on there, financial papers, white papers, 
different resources, different calculators that you can get right there on the Vanguard site. And then we, as you mentioned, at, at Dixon News Government Wealth Advisor, working with Amy Manning, who's an advisor in Charlotte, and Suzanne Halbert, who's an advisor out in Asheville and Hendersonville, and then working with Sarah Hemmings and Effin, we put together that financial well-being toolkit. And so that financial well-being toolkit will soon be out on Compass. And, and I'm telling you, I'm super excited about being a part of that well, that financial wellness posture in our firm. I think it's something that's going to transform our firm. I think it's fabulous. And I wish that when I were younger in my career, I had had, you know, those types of tools and resources to guide me. I think it's amazing. You know, and I, and I will add one thing. You know, that was one of the studies that I read this week is that, you know, that American Psychological Association study said one of the greatest things that we can do is find somebody to talk to and and just have a have a friend that you can talk with. And that can be an advisor, you know, financial advisor, but it can be anybody. The key is don't feel like you're out there on, a, on an island by yourself and that you're the only person going through things. You know, our younger people are stressed because of college debt. Those of us closing in towards retirement age, we're stressed because we're wondering about, do we have enough income? Mm-hmm. And I'm you know, going back to what you've already pointed out. If we can have a plan of action and have somebody to talk about with it, that's the key to developing that energy that you're looking for in this area instead of stressing that brings you down. I love hearing your passion. Thank you so much for sharing with us, Will. Oh, it's been my pleasure. I think you do a great job with this and super excited about what this is going to do for the firm. Thank you all for listening to Life at DHG, our premier podcast series. If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll tell your friends and colleagues. Be sure to check out our DHG blog for more great stories about our life beyond numbers. Join us next time for another edition of Life at DHG. DHG.